Welcome to Living Bread Radio Presents, a program designed to teach and evangelize about the Catholic faith through various speakers and presentations given in the local listening area. Today's show features Catholic evangelist Richard Lane and the conclusion of his presentation at the Catholic Men's Fellowship Conference in Cleveland, Ohio in February 2012. And now, Richard Lane. That's what I had on my dog tags. If the government said I'm Catholic, I'm Catholic, right? Absolutely. It must be the gospel. According to Saint whatever the government is. So that started a 19-year journey of being a pretend Catholic. So I get to this wonderful Catholic church in Oakland, California, 1989. Beautiful Catholic church. It was called Our Lady of Lords, a Roman Catholic church, pastored by a wonderful Irish Catholic priest by the name of Father Seamus Genovese. Loved him. Wonderful priest. A beautiful church. Black, white, Filipino, Hispanic, just a big old Catholic melting pot of gumbo. It was just wonderful. They loved on me. They hugged on me. They welcomed me. They said, do you want to be an usher? I said, sure. They said, do you want to sing in the choir? I said, sure. They said, do you want to be a lector? I said, sure. So, I'm singing in the choir. I'm an usher and a greeter. I'm a lector proclaiming the word of God. I'm going to, I'm going to play golf with my priest every week. I'm going to confession every week like all good Catholics do. <laughs> Can I get an amen? amen? You're lying. You need to go to confession now. I'm doing everything Catholic. No one ever asked me if I was Catholic, though. They never asked. So, 1998, I get to St. Louis, Missouri, and there's this beautiful... How many of you have ever been... Oh, don't clap for St. Louis. It ain't all that. You left for a reason, so... I get to St. Louis. How many of you have ever gone to an African-American Catholic church before? How many have ever been to a black Catholic church? So you know how we get down. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. For those of you that don't know... Just because it's called, and I'm not joking, I'm serious. There's somebody that's asking themselves this question. Because it's called a black Catholic church, does that mean that whites can't go? No, it's the exact opposite. It means not only are you more than welcome to come, it means that you better be prepared for a worship service. Don't think you're going to come in there for an hour and go. Mm -mm. We're just getting started after an hour. How many priests have ever preached in a black Catholic church before? So you know you can't come to a black Catholic church and get away with that little 8 to 12 minute homily. <laughs> Amen. you got to be prepared. He's just getting warmed up after 30 minutes. Amen. I mean, it's a wonderful experience. At the sign of peace, it takes 20 minutes because there's going to be some big old beautiful black woman that's about this tall and as wide that's going to come up to you and say, Hey, baby, how you doing? Peace be with you. And, he, and they're go, he's going to do the same thing. Oh, my God. What am I doing? Hey, baby, are you so skinny? You need to come over so I can give you some chitlins to fatten you up, baby. You just too skinny. You ain't... It, are you married? Your wife ain't feeding you. Bring your wife and your kids. We're going to bring you some chitlins, some collard greens. We're going to fatten you up, baby. If you don't want to get hugged, you don't want to come to a black Catholic church because you're going to get the sign of peace. So 
I fell in love with this church. I wanted to be involved. We had, I'll never forget, my first pastor, Father, um, Father Jesus Bob Worth. That we, that's what we call him, Jesus Bob. He's a redemptorist priest. And so he's in heaven now. I told you I'm quick to canonize people I love. He's a redemptorist priest. He was, at the time, 68 years old, white hair. In the middle of his homily, he gets the Holy Ghost. He just says, and at the name of Jesus, oh, I just love Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And he starts running laps around the church. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I like this. So. I want to be a greeter. I want to sing in a choir. I want to be a lector. Then they asked me for my Catholic card. They said, are you Catholic? Sure. Um, isn't that the secret sign to get in the front door? They said, no. Um... Hail Mary full of grace? No, Mary's not going to help you out either. They started talking to me about these things that start with an S and end with an S. They're kind of important. Um, sacra where were you 22 years ago, sir, when I need you, Mr. Smarty Pants? So I said, no, I don't, have this. I don't know about the sacrament. They said, you're not Catholic, are you? I said, okay, I'm busted. What are you going to do? Nail me to the cross like the big guy up there? Six thousand years in purgatory? What? Nope, you got to go back to school for six months. RCIA. I was like, school? Can I take the purgatory time? <laughs> how, about a, how about instead of nailing me to the cross, a staple in a little pinky or something? I said, no, you got to go through. Brothers, it wasn't until I went through RCIA that I really understood the fullness of what had been calling me to the Catholic Church all my life. It wasn't until I went through our CIA and I read these words. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him. Somebody say, All things. All things came to be through him, and without him, nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, light. And this light was the light of the world, and the darkness shall not overcome it. That's some powerful stuff, isn't it? That's what not, that didn't even knock me over my seat yet. What really hit me was verse 14. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw the glory of the father's only son, full of grace and truth. The word, the spoken word of God. In the beginning, God had to speak the world into fruition. In the beginning, there was nothing, the Bible tells us, but a formless void, a wasteland. Now, God could have just snapped his fingers and there would have been light. God could have just thought, let there be light, and there was light. God could have just went... Mm, and there was light. But God had to speak. He had to use words. And he said, let there be light, and there was. Let there be water, and there was. God had to speak it into fruition. 
And then many, many, many years later, God so loved the world that he gave us the word. He gave us his spoken word. He gave us the logos. The spoken word of God has now been given to us in the flesh of himself through the form of his son. And I said, really? That's what we eat? It's not just a cracker? It's not just grape juice? It's really the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. The light of the world that has come to save in the darkness. And that is what pushed me over the edge, brothers. That's what created a new beginning, something, a new change, a metanoia, if you will, in my life. So then, after I became Catholic on April 19, 2003, about two years later, the director of religious education there asked me to go out and do an evangelization mission, to go out and invite people into the church, go out on the street corners and pass out Bibles. So I said, sure. I'm a Catholic. I'm a con new convert. I'm going to be the St. John Vianney. I'm going to be the next St. John the Baptist. I'm going to be the next St. Peter. You guys are going to have to start calling me St. Richard of Michigan. <laughs> and I'm going to convert all of the state of Ohio. That wasn't funny. And so I go out on the street corners. Now, mind you, these street corners are not like the street corners right outside here. On the same street that I was standing on, had been, murders had happened within the last week on the same street. I had dope dealers, gangbangers, pimps, hustlers, prostitutes coming up, to, coming up to me. And I'm ministering to them, but they ministered to me. Why is it that so many young people wind up running to the streets for gangs? Because when they come into church, many of them, myself included, cannot get a hug from someone in the Catholic church but they can go out in the streets to a gangbanger, and I can go up to a gangbanger right now and say, what's up, my brother, how you doing? And get a hug and a pound. We have to change our ways of thinking, brothers. Your brother next to you is your brother from the same heavenly mother, and we have to treat him as such, because that's why I love you. So, when I saw the face of Christ in those men and women out there, many of them who were addicted to crack and alcohol, there were, God would send me angels in the form of crackheads and alcoholics to minister. They knew the Bible better than I ever would. And they would minister to me. So I began to speak. I, I, I asked the DRE, I said, I feel like the Lord is asking me to preach, to speak. And she said, let the Holy Spirit lead you as he may. I said, okay. What's that supposed to mean? Is that some kind of hidden Catholic thing? So I went out there and I said a Hail Mary. I said in Our Father. And I began to talk about how good God had been in my life. The very first book, chapter, and verse I ever, I ever memorized was John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I began to talk about how God, Jesus had shown me the way in my life, how Jesus has shown me his truth in my life, how Jesus continues to show me his way when the ways of this world are going to lead me to destruction. 
So then they start, then the Protestants, the Baptists started calling me in to, be, to preach in their churches. The gangsters started calling me OG. They started calling me evangelist, this Catholic evangelist. It's not an oxymoron, guys. Catholics are called to evangelize. Try telling that to some of these Pentecostals. They're like, I've never heard of that. You're a Catholic what? I've never heard of that. And so... About a year later, I'm preaching all over the place. And so our archbishop at the time was Car now Cardinal Raymond Burke. And so I had to go back to him because I didn't want it to get back to him that there was some crazy black man on the streets of St. Louis calling himself a Catholic evangelist. I was hoping he'd tell me to sit down, shut up, and be one of the frozen chosen. Leave the preaching to the deacons and the priests. He laid his hand on my head and blessed me as a Catholic evangelist and told me to go and make disciples. And I've not looked back ever since. I remember I went to a Promise Keepers event in 2005, I believe it was. 18,000 men, 18,000 men filled this arena. They're all praising God. They're all on fire. Over 2,000 men that day gave themselves to the, to the Lord. Over 2,000 men that day came to the knowledge of Jesus Christ to make him their personal Lord and Savior, to have an intimate relationship with him. I came out of that Promise Keepers event on fire but then saddened. And I said, why don't we have something like this in the Catholic Church? Why don't we have something like this in St. Louis? So I went to Archbishop Burke. And I said, Archbishop, we don't have a Catholic men's conference here in St. Louis. We need to have something because there's men out there like me that are on fire. There's men out there that are lost. I left his office 10 minutes later with not only a yes, we can do it, but a check in my hand for $5,000 that said, get it done. This past January, we just had our fifth annual Catholic Men for Christ Catholic Men's Conference, and in five years, over 5,000 men have come to the Catholic Men's Conference. We'll return to Living Bread Radio Presents after a short break. Support for your local programming that you hear on Living Bread Radio is brought to you through the generosity of our listeners. To help support the mission of the Living Bread Radio Network and all of our local programming, call us at 888-966-2903 and make a pledge today. We are 100% listener supported. Call today, 888-966-2903 or use our safe and secure website at livingbreadradio.com. And now the conclusion of today's production of Living Bread Radio presents. I never went to theology. I never went to seminary. I never went to the. I don't have a PhD in theology. I don't have a PhD in sacred scripture. I don't have a, a PhD in the anthropological 
metamorphical ramifications of the Eucharist. But I have spent and dedicated my, the last eight years, nine years of my life studying the Bible as it has been translated through the Catholic Church, studying the documents of the Catholic Church, reading and understanding the 16 documents that came out of the Second Vatican Council, going back and learning and understanding the Church Fathers, and trying to change my life. Because I realized it's not about me. It's not about trying to go out and make the almighty dollar. There are men that are here today that are dying. There are men that are here today that are struggling. Right here among us, are we reaching out to them? There's men that are struggling with not only pornography addictions. There's men that are struggling with alcohol addictions. There's men that are struggling with drug addictions. There's men that are struggling who have lost their jobs that are thinking about suicide. That are just thinking about, what's, what the hell? There's nothing left. I'm done. And we let these brothers just fall down by the wayside. God has touched you in a special way, my brothers, to go and save someone's life. God wants to do extraordinary things through your ordinary life, but you have to say what, church? Yes. Our blessed mother, an angel Gabriel, appeared to her and told her the impossible was going to happen to her. And the Holy Spirit overshadowed her. That's what this day is about, brothers, is allowing the Holy Spirit to overshadow you. For you to be able to have an intimate relationship, an intimate encounter with God in a special way, through the sacraments, through the Mass, through the liturgy, through adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, and most importantly, through... The celebration of the sacrament of reconciliation. That's when you come crying down on your knees. And it's, what's your name, Father? Father and it's not Father Ted Cassidy that I'm confessing my sins to. It's my Lord and my God that I'm confessing my sins to. And then when I'm down on my knees and I hear those words, my son, I absolve you of your sins. Go and sin no more. It's like the weight of the world has just been taken off of my shoulders. God wants to use us today to save someone's life, church. God wants to use his men right now because that's why the Holy Family is all messed up. Because the devil cut the head off of the family, the man. As men of God, we are charged to go back and take control of our families. We are the head of the household, so we need to not only celebrate Mass today, but take ourselves and our families to church tomorrow. When you go back home tonight, go back and lay hands on your wife and bless your wife. Lay hands on 
children and bless your children. Send them into this dark world with the protection of the Holy Spirit. We have been baptized and we share as a priest, prophet, and king. So we, men of God, in the house are the priests, the prophet, and the kings in the house as Jesus has told us. It's your job, brothers, to get down on your knees every night with your wife and pray. Let your children see you praying with your wife. Every day when I leave my daughter and I drop her off at baseball practice or, or soft, uh, basketball practice or whatever, I leave her and I say, may God bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I trace the sign of the cross on her forehead and I tell her I love her. Why? Because God forbid, if something happens to me, what's the last thing she's going to remember? My dad blessed me and he told me he loved me. And what's she going to do? to her children. She's going to pass it on to her children. That's what God wants us Catholic men to do. We have to take back our families, brothers. We have to continue to spread the gospel. We have to continue to understand that by faith, by our faith, we can move mountains. By faith, brothers, you can get those locked doors of the world because Jesus says I am the key I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly God wants us to have an abundant life abundant means super abundant something excessive and overwhelming we can no longer be satisfied with just one hour before you leave today and I know before you leave today, brothers, please, if you don't do anything, find a priest. Is there adoration, an adoration chapel here today? Go into the adoration chapel. Get down on your knees. Get on your knees. Humble yourselves before our God, before the Lord God himself. And ask God, to make a change in your life. Ask God to do something impossible to change your hardened heart. Brothers, God has used me to touch the lives of so many people out there. And I cannot tell you how many men are suffering right now. God has blessed me to be able to touch the life of one man who I, I was preaching in Lafayette, Louisiana, who'd been married to his Catholic wife for 21 years. And she had been trying for 21 years to get him to convert. He refused to. I was preaching that day. After the last day of the parish mission that I did, I invited people, if there's anyone that wants to become Catholic, please stand up and come forward. I, it's called an altar call. This man came forward that night in tears. His wife was crying like you would not believe. He called me on Holy Saturday, this past Holy Saturday, and said, Brother Richard, I want to thank you. And I just want to let you know, because of you, I am going to become Catholic tonight. There was a man that I met in Cary, North Carolina, two weeks ago, who had been struggling with so much. He was down to his, he had lost his job. 
His wife was struggling, trying to pay the bills. He had two kids that he was trying to support. And he came up to me and said, I was about to commit suicide. But brother, your words touched me and gave me new life. Today is your day for new lives, brothers. The season for Lent is a season of change. The season for ordinary time is a season for for change. The season for Advent is a season for change. Make the change today. Man up and be a man of God and say, devil, I refuse to let you rule my life again. I refuse to let you steal another one of my children. I refuse to let you steal my wife. I'm not going to take it and I'm mad as hell about it. And I know my Lord and my God will be at my side. Today is your day, brothers. And if you don't do it, do do it for yourself. Do it for the sake of your child. Do it for the sake of your wife. Do it for my sake. Because I can't do what I do on my own. Everything that we do, brothers, together, is all out of faith and love. And we strengthen one another. We are together, a band of brothers. Take this message back to your individual parishes. Start a Bible study. Start a men's group. Hold each other accountable. I've got somebody, and I'm almost done. I've got somebody that I can call. I travel nine, nine and a half, ten months a year on the road, away from my wife, away from my family. I got somebody that I can call at three o'clock in the morning. If I'm in Ohio, if I'm in Zimbabwe, I can call this brother at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, I'm having thoughts I don't need to be having. And he'll pray. We are a band of brothers. Make that change. Go to have an intimate encounter with Jesus Christ today in the Adoration Chapel. Talk to one of these priests. Get down on your knees. Humble yourselves before God and ask God for, your forgi- for his forgiveness. Let God change you today because it's not about you, brothers. It's about this world. It's about our children. And this is our prayer. And we make it in the holy name of Jesus. And we are reminded today that we are called to preach the gospel and we will. Somebody say, I will. Somebody say, I will, I will. Use, words. use words. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let all God's men say, Amen. Have a great day, brothers. God bless you. We hope that you've enjoyed this production of Living Bread Radio Presents. For a copy of this program on Compact Disc, Call 330-966-2903 or send an email to orders at livingbreadradio.com and reference the program broadcast date. This has been a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. Join us again next week at the same time for more Living Bread Radio Presents.